What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, so on this Wine About It Thursday Therapy, we have Chelsea Harvey Garner. She is a psychotherapist. By the way, what is the difference between psychotherapist and therapist? I don't... Uh, one... Mm, I was going to say this so confidently and I already scratched it, but I think one is allowed to prescribe medicated... That's a psychologist. No, psych- psychiatrist. That's a psychiatrist. Okay, then I got nothing. But my degree is in communications (laughs) and marketing. So let me get Google. She's a writer, a founding director of Big Feels Lab. Um, So she specializes in working with trauma survivors, unconventional couples and families, and self-identified misfits. In both her creative and therapeutic work, she helps clients reclaim an embodied sense of dignity and find true belonging with themselves and others. Dynamic, inventive, and difficult. No. Um, she also has a book out. It's called A Pity Party is Still a Party, A Feel-Good Guide to Feeling Bad, which is coming out later this July, which I think is I, I think is really cool because a pity party is still a party will give readers insight and tools to reframe how they view difficult emotions while teaching them how to embrace these emotions and learn how to accept them in their day-to-day. Garner wants to help us find the silver lining, but only after we've played in the rain. I cannot agree with that more. Yeah, the toxic positivity life is just not for me. I need like the realness of this, that we all do have the feelings. Pity, party, still a party. Feel your feelings. Well, that, but I think it's also, because I remember I wrote about this in the book too, but I said, someone had told me and I I said, who in the book, but they're like, you can't be happy and sad. And I'm like, ooh. Ooh, When I learned that I could is when I it's freeing. Was able to live. Yes, because, because that's real life. Yes, because the amount of times that I've been on Instagram trying to pretend like I was happy. Yes. Or pretend like I wasn't just crying or something. Yeah. It's like, it's well, exhausting. And being a human is all the emotions at once. We're not linear creatures. We're made to be all over the place. 
Now I think it's dangerous to stay in the pity. Yeah. Which I've stayed in for a minute at times. Yeah. And you've come to get me out of mine. But I think that's, yeah. So I, I, let's get her on because I'm curious, like, how long she says says you can, like, stay there. <laughs> how long are we allowed to be in our pity party? <laughs> well, I need rules and guidelines. <laughs> they be like, all right, well, time's up. <laughs> time's up. Your pity party is over. Let's get Chelsea on. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. 
The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand, and I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. Chelsea, Chelsea, she's singing me Hi. Hi. You look so cool. I know you're like fun. You're a vibe. (laughs) I'm a hipster, you guys. But like, so like you, there's, I like, I'm already here. I'm here for the vibe. Do I look like a pilot? No, you're just so cool. And like got the tattoos and like the plants in the background. Like I'm like, you look a lot like someone I'm going to believe anything they say. So start talking (laughs) to me. Just tell me everything. Right track. (laughs) That's right. I'm Jana. This is Kristen. Hi. Hey, guys. Chelsea, can I ask you a really stupid question? I should have. What would you say? No, no. That's my second (laughs) stupid question. First question is. What is the difference between a psychotherapist and just like a, a therapist? So the reason, am I like in the right place with this mic? You're I have amazing. a tendency to you're great. eat the mic and I'm trying not to nope, do that. You're perfect. Okay, we're good. You're yep. hearing me fine. So the reason I say psychotherapist is because therapist can also mean like physical therapist or anything like and mean different like speech therapist, things that don't have to do with the mind. So a lot of times now people mean mental health therapist when they hear therapist, but just to be more specific that it's about psychology. Okay. Got it. I was just like, cause I know what a psychiatrist, psychiatrist does the prescribing, right? Yep. Yep. Definitely like, not that. My, our, our mental, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and, and our therapist that we have, I guess she would be a psychotherapist, Amy. Yeah. Cause she Probably. can't prescribe. Cause right? she doesn't prescribe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. So that's my first silly yep. question. My second that's one is. not a stupid question at all. How long can you stay in the pity for? Like, what's your like. How long are we allowed oh, to have the party? How are we allowed to stay in just pity? Not the and part, just just the pity. I think, you know, of course, I can't probably give an actual timeline. It would depend on what we're pitying about, what we're partying about. <laughs> Love right? Her. Like if your parents die and you're like 12 years old and you go into foster care, like you can probably party for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you, you've earned that. Mm-hmm. Years, you know. Yeah, but you know, I did years in a party. Which which party? (laughs) Childhood party. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's called childhood drama, and we've all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like that we're flipping it though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so say you're just say you're just feeling sad, just yeah, a normal human emotion, like you know, you're just feeling defeated or whatever. Yeah. What, how long do we, I don't need you to say like seven minutes or whatever, but like, are you like, okay, I like seven minutes. it doesn't feel good. And then do you, are we just like, okay, so there's that because the toxic positivity of the world yeah. is starting to wear me out. If I'm honest, I don't want to be like negative. It's really exhausting. It yeah. is because it's like, but it's great. Have a great day. And I'm like, yeah, but okay. Sometimes it's not Sarah or <laughs> yeah. Heather, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm, it's sometimes yep. it's mm-hmm. fucking hard, Chelsea. It's really fucking hard. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard. It's so hard. And All s- of it. It's just hard. 
And sometimes I'm like, I want to be positive, but also like I got a big emotion to feel. So let me feel it all the way first. Probably in my bathtub. Yeah. In the bathtub is a great place. I think my general perspective is that rejecting something we're feeling is inherently a negative position. Mm. So if I'm feeling something and then Sarah is like, you know what? Have a good day, though. Like the feeling of tension in her body because she presumably is ex experiencing that as a negative emotion I shouldn't feel. If I were to take that on and be like, okay, Sarah, I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to get rid of this sadness. Like that's already to me a negative point of view because I'm rejecting myself. And I'm also saying to life, you know, to be philosophical, like this is not okay. What's happening is bad and it shouldn't be like this, which is also to me sort of arrogant and, and positions like ourselves up higher than I think we should be. We don't know why we have these emotions. We know that they're an intrinsic part of being alive. So if I want to actually enjoy my experience, I'm better off saying, okay, maybe this doesn't feel super pleasant, but I'm going to go ahead and assume there's some reason that I'm feeling it and that it makes sense that I'm feeling it and I'm not going to reject myself and I'm going to go ahead and just continue on with my day. I think people misconstrue this idea and think that I'm saying you always have to be in your bathtub, like be in your bathtub, but also like keep eating your lunch and just feel the thing. Like it's not actually as dramatic as I think people presume that I'm saying it to be like you don't have to always be crying you can just privately be feeling something yeah I think one of the biggest things that I learned in therapy after my divorce was the power of and like you can be happy mm -hmm. and you can be sad and like I thought I had to be kind of one or the other and someone had said to me too like why are you showing the world that you're happy but then you're telling me that you're so sad and it's like well and so like trying to find like, okay, well, what am I? And then like realizing my therapist is like, yeah. you can, you can be both. And I was like, come again. Like, I didn't understand <laughs> that concept because I thought it was like, yes. all right, I'm either going to be so depressed or I'm going to live my best life, oh. <laughs> you know? Yes. But it's like trying to find that and then knowing like, okay, I can have a really bad day today and mm -hmm. I can find joy in today and like be, have moments of happiness too. And like, that was like the yes. biggest revelation that I had post-divorce personally. It's so important. If I could give all of my clients and readers one message, that would probably be it. It's like there's space for all of it. Mm -hmm. There's space for all of it inside of you and in the world. And whether you accept that or not, it's going to be there. So you may as well try to allow it and embrace it. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store.
So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. I was telling one of my uh, divorce friends, she's, she's, uh, recently divorced and she's just like, you know, I just like really kind of like you, your journey is inspiring. I'm like, yes, but let me just tell you, like, it's not like you will still have hard days. Like, you know, with our new summer schedule, it's, um, primarily it's week on week off. And so I'm not used to not having the kids, uh, for -hmm. not a week. Like normally it's, I'm only without them for seven days of the month. So like, this is not usual. So like, I will be sad, you know, and like, so and that's okay. Like that is expected. That is, yep. so it's like, just because years have passed, I'm in a relationship and I'm happy doesn't mean that I won't have moments of like sad days, but that's, I mean, I literally tattooed an and symbol, an ampersand on oh, my wrist to be like, okay, beautiful. I can do both. Like, because it, it is the biggest lesson. Like mm-hmm. you can be, you know, yesterday I was defeated. I'll be honest. 
Yeah. Okay. 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 So I'm super pregnant over here, just in case you can't see. My gangster rapper wardrobe is hiding this baby. We're like 39 Mm -hmm. weeks, but I went for a checkup yesterday and there's a lot of contracting and pain, right? Physical, which is kind of relieving Mm -hmm. to me, if I can be honest. Like physical pain feels like a little vacation sometimes. Mm -hmm. A little break. Yeah. Yeah. From all the thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And the trauma pain. Um, So I went in and they checked and I'm not dilated. And I was just like, ugh, you know, like you just, and then I felt this is interesting because with feelings, I like to hold both at the same time. I've had a lot of loss in the last couple of years, five deaths in like 11 months, knocked me on my butt, Mm -hmm. but like rebuilding in a really strategic, intentional way, it feels like more fair to myself, which is good. Yeah. So I, but I instantly went into this. I was like, well, you can't be defeated because you have to be grateful because you still have a baby. It's like, Mm -hmm. but I can feel defeated in that moment. And it is okay to be like frustrated for a second. And I'm going to go sit in my bathtub. I spent a lot of time in the bathtub now that I'm saying it out loud, but <laughs> that's like where I calm myself and I like listen to myself. Such a good place. Yeah. yeah. But it is yeah. interesting how like the world makes you feel like, well, you can't be this because you are, you know, even myself, yeah. I make myself feel that way. I'm like, well, you need to be grateful, Kristen. Some people can't have a baby. And, and I'm such an advocate for all of that, that I was like, it's okay yeah. to just be defeated for a second. Yeah. Cervix got you down too. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think of, you know, being able to hold it all and honor it all and respect it all as maturity, honestly. Like Mm -hmm. when I meet people now who sort of hold this view, like life should be this one way. First of all, to me, it's boring. I don't find that kind of perspective, like that engaging. I mean, I come to this field as an artist previously. So like I fit all the cliches about like the brooding like I love to kind of dive into those deep topics. So I just kind of don't find it interesting, but I also find it so like rigid. And when someone thinks that life should be this one way, and yet there's been so much proof that it's never that way. Like, does anybody actually have proof that anyone is achieving one mood of like positive experience? No one is experiencing that. So to believe that despite like mountains of evidence, that that's not going to happen just strikes me as like young. Not that that's a bad thing, but when people who are like, you know, telling me that that are much older than me, like life should be really easy if you make the right choices. You know, I just like, I, I almost, I'm like, wow, how are you holding on to that? I'm concerned. So dismissive. How are feeling you believing too. that? Yeah. I kind of flip how it though. Like, and I've always said it doesn't have to be that hard. Because it is going to be hard, but it doesn't have to be yeah. that hard. That was like, that's my only thing yeah. to that, though, where it's I'm like when I, I relate to like um, in relationships, like it doesn't need to be. It's going to be hard, but it doesn't have to be like that hard. When it starts to feel that yeah. heavy, it's like that oh, heavy and okay. that hard. It's like, OK, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe you disagree with that. And for sure, go ahead. No, I think <laughs> I mean, I think I, I've. I've studied Buddhism. I'm not going to claim to be an expert on Buddhism, but like, you know, for me, the major takeaway is there's a difference between pain and suffering, right? Mm. So we're going to experience difficult things in life, and that's just a reality. There's uncertainty, there's death, et cetera. There's the fleeting nature of everything. But then the suffering, I think, would translate for me to things like shame, things like isolation, Things like, um, you know, believing that it's, again, believing it's wrong to have these experiences. And in Buddhism, if we embrace that, that 
hard things are going to happen. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Doesn't mean I'm failing. Doesn't mean God is punishing me. Then it actually becomes a lot easier because I'm not sort of adding insult to injury. I'm not cloistering myself away, hoping that I will get fixed and then be able to be worthy of love and care. I can go ahead and assume like I'm having a shit day. I feel defeated and I still deserve help. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about calling my friend. Right. So that's to me the difference is like it still might happen and be hard, but I don't have to make it worse. Sure. Where do you think people go wrong, though? I mean, there's a lot of ways, but like, where do you think what's what's (laughs) what's the biggest one where you're like, this is where you're going to might go wrong with a the yeah. pity, but also having the party too. I mean, my answer would be different if I'm like talking to one person versus talking about society. Like to me, the stuff I say at the beginning of the book is really important, which is, you know, if you're isolating, if you're not taking any action on behalf of yourself, like you're not doing things to try to help yourself be well. Um, and if you're starting to believe that you're the only one who feels this, right, the shame and the isolation are like what I look for in my clients and in people in my life and in myself when I start to feel like, okay, this is dangerous, right? Like for people to be isolated in their worst hour, to have no support whatsoever, it's not a good thing. And pretty much I'm not in favor of that ever. I mean, if you want to go to a mindfulness retreat in the mountains, do it, but do it with a group of people. That's would be my perspective. Um, not saying there's never value in being alone, but not at your worst hour personally. So that's a that's something I look for. But socially, I think that the belief that I feel most critical of is the idea that if people were doing the right thing, making right the right choices or living the right way, they wouldn't be experiencing hardship. That belief to me is so damaging. It's it contributes to so much sort of injustice on an on a deep level where people believe like if I see somebody in public who is actively suffering, you know, right, like an unhoused person, a mentally unwell person, if I believe on a cellular level that they wouldn't be feeling that or experiencing that if they had made better choices, I'm going to justify not helping them and judging them and separating myself from them. And I think that belief is really da- dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's also very one-sided. That feels like more protective of the person feeling it than it is the people we should be helping. Are you? And it a- protects you for now, but then later you'll be hurting and you'll be like, oh, so I must be doing something wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. All the attaching, the judgments to the Ew. feelings. It's gross. No. Are you a natural like born isolator? Like I know for myself, when the going gets mm. tough, severe independence, I default. So I'll just wall up, okay. be alone. Is that like, what do you, when you (laughs) feel the big feelings, like what's your default and what do you have to do to like get out? You know, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about all the people who know me that might hear this and how much they would love that question because I'm not. (laughs) No, I am an only child. Mm. So I don't know, interpret that as you will, you know, like I naturally am like, help me. (laughs) so no to a fault I mean there have been moments where it took me a while to be like all right Chelsea like you can solve this you know like you don't actually need somebody to come over right now would be the side of the spectrum I fall on that's interesting is I would Mm -hmm. assume it'd be kind of opposite yeah I I I sent because I know someone that's a single or you know only child and they're very like they don't ask for help and like you know that can happen too yeah the imaginative conversations we have someone that the imaginative conversations like we have people that like think well i told you that 
the only child yeah. is what I've known. I've, I saw no, honey. That's just your husband's. <laughs> oh, he's a middle. I'll take your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you say to the people that are, there are, um, that are having a hard time finding the and like the positive side of things. Mm. The party's over. You mean just, they want, they really want. Well, no, like they're, they're just stuck in it. And it's like, they're, they're having a hard time finding that party piece. The, like the, and piece, the hope piece. Yeah. The hope piece, the joy piece. Um, I guess if I'm understanding your question correctly, I think some of the stuff that's toward the second half of the book, like the activities, I think just looking back at human history, things like being in nature, Mm -hmm. being in a wild place, even if it's literally like a wild bit of brush behind a target. I live in New York. I will take what I can get. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just being in a space where it's not just the human world is one of the fastest ways for me to remember that I'm a part of something bigger and that things are kind of operating in a way that's mysterious and magical beyond my understanding. It takes me out of just this realm where I'm like, I have to figure this out. This is all on me. So being in nature is huge. And I think, you know, not a lot of people are as naturally inclined toward this, but things like dancing, things like moving your body, things like being around other people and listening to music, just enjoying the basic you know, comforts of having a body and being alive, having a meal, having someone you love touch your back, like take it really back to the animal level is what I advocate for. Is that what the group, because in your book, there's solo exercises, there's group exercises. Like, is that some of the stuff that you do? Like tell them what to go do. I'm really excited about this book. I'm going to be like, hey, honey, it says massage my back. (laughs) I know. Well, everything you're saying is how I've been feeling, which is so interesting because I'm in a very like, um, guys, I used to have a brain and then I had a baby, but I'm in this like very primal kind of state, you know, like in this last bit of pregnancy, I feel like you get more primal and what you need is almost primal. Like, yes, like the quiet is what I've needed. And the, and the, like, I even said to my husband, I was like, I just like, I'm not, I don't let the wall down easily. And I said the other day, Mm. I was like, I just want you home to like rub my back, which for me to say I need something is interesting. But all of these things you're saying, I'm like, oh yes, like feed in the grass, you know, a rub of the back, sunshine on your face, a little wind, anything. It's basic stuff, you know, and, and I think we've kind of lost track of it in the way that we're living and um, we just need to be reminded this is what humans have always done to regulate our nervous systems. You know, we don't have to do it alone. We always have these resources available to us, even just the wind, you know, like you're talking about the primal experience of being pregnant. I haven't been, but I wrote this book right after my grandmother, who was really my mom, died. And I was amazed by how primal the experience of grief was. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be outside and and feel the wind. And there were moments where like all I wanted was the wind on my face. And it wouldn't have mattered if I had, you know, the best therapist in the world or tickets to the best concert in the world. I just wanted to like sit there Mm -hmm. and eat some raspberries with the wind. And that was what felt right. And my body was like, this is what you need right now. Yeah, so we're, such funny. A, we're such a rush yeah. society. But that's yeah. why I think up North Michigan has always been my safe, sacred place. And like, that's safe. like when you're saying this, I'm like, because every time like I'm stressed or I'm anxious or like I always close my eyes and like and nothing 
has tainted this place, not, you know, bringing up exes there Mm -hmm. or any. It's like this place is so because it's up north Michigan and it's just there's nothing but wilderness. And yeah, like we I go for walks with my grandma to pick raspberries and blueberries and like strawberries. And it's like, yes, and it's fresh and it's oh fresh everything. Mm. You can drink the faucet and it's fine, even in Michigan there, you know, like it's and it's like I'm. I, I crave that place, like being on the lake, being in the water, feeling like all of that. And I remember mm. like that was the first place I went to post-divorce because it's just like it is the most just healing place for me. Yeah. I just, I, I'm obsessed with it. I love it It is so like much. a location deep breath. It's weird. Like it yes. just takes your yes. whole full sensory. But that's why I like I love when you said that because I'm like, wow, that is like. Yeah. That's like the, the place toes for me. Yeah. And the water yeah. and the waves. All of it. Yes. All of it. I mean, I can get pretty woo-woo, so I I try not to because I also, you know, I love science and evidence and all of the things that they can go together. But um, I really believe that the earth, you know, is alive in in ways that we don't comprehend. And so for me, in those moments where something feels, the pain feels so much bigger than me and I feel like it's just going to like consume me or squash me. I need to feel the larger body of the earth as something I'm connected to. And for me, that feels like the divine or God. And it it almost instantly kind of reminds me that I'm not doing it alone. I'm not holding this alone. And I think everybody has different relationships with the earth. Like some people, it is water. Like you said, for you, it's being near the water, it sounds Mm -hmm. like. And I have clients when I work on like treatment plans and safety plans, we talk about what is the space for you. And some people just have to be near water. And Mm -hmm. I have clients who, when they are in a crisis, I'm like, where can you get, how can you get to water? Mm -hmm. For me, it's trees, like a large tree. If I see an old tree, I will literally tear up like I'm seeing an old friend, even if I've never like met this tree. That is so embarrassing. And here I said it. It's great. I'm going to, when we go to New York, I'll be like, there's Chelsea. She's hugging a tree. Yeah, she's hugging a tree in New York. (laughs) But there's probably so much symbolism in it, too, because you're it's so rooted. It goes down. It's Mm -hmm. so deep, like it's connected. It's like the most connected plant we can have all the way down. And then when it starts to get the roots up in the concrete, you got to look through the roots. Listen, listen, (laughs) listen, we're taking it. We'll go woo woo. You want to go woo woo together? Is there a a chapter in the book that's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite chapter you had fun writing Mm, you know probably the the finish of the book the last chapter is an open letter to my grandmother Mm. and yeah it was it was amazing I didn't like see it coming I wasn't planning to end the book that way and I also didn't really write the book in order so that was interesting too I wrote all these different chapters and kind of rearranged them And then one of the final activities is called Invisible Army. And it's, you know, for folks who are not in the immediate company of someone who has the same hardships as them, how do you imagine that there's an army with you, right? Whether that's like in a book where characters are experiencing what you're experiencing or your movement ancestors, right? Like if you're a queer person in a community where no one else is out, like imagining those folks who came before you and fought that fight. And for me, you know, my grandmother has always been my greatest ally. And so writing a letter to someone in your invisible army and sharing with them like what things have been like and what you're going through um, is the activity and I and it's not that long but I just found that I needed to write that and I needed to finish the book speaking directly to her because the book was really a love letter to her and a way of saying sort of to her I am okay because you taught me how to do these things and I'm going to be okay without you 
And so that that chapter is hard for me to read even still after reading the book many times. Like sure. I cry every time. Oh. Well, I cannot wait to get your book. And um, thank you for coming on the show. And everyone, please go get A Pity Party is Still a Party. They can pre, uh, pre-order it since it doesn't come out until July, right? right okay. Now. All right, pre-order yeah. it right now. A Pity Party is Still a Party, a feel-good guide to feeling bad. Um, pre-order it right now. Thank you for coming on the show, girlfriend. Appreciate you. What a pleasure. You're very sweet. Okay. The wind down book club for me is getting like my stack. Every time we interview an author, I'm ordering because I'm like in love with these people. And I'm like, I want to know more of your words. Uh, I definitely think her book is going to be good. I'm excited to read. I love anything. I like anything that has like an action plan. Like I like that there's activities in it. I don't have activities in my book, but I wish. Well, we don't need activities. It's busy <laughs> enough, honey. <laughs> There's just, a lot of movement in those pages. Uh, by the way, I just wrote my thank yous. Crystal neuronic girl. Is it going to make you cry? Yeah. Aww. Aww. Yeah, if we have done so much life together. We have. I really want to like make a recorded promise that at some day in our elder years, we just sit and we just talk about all the sh- we've been with each other through oh well i think it'd be even funnier because at that point because like now i i get scared to say things and you do too because Mm -hmm. i'm supporting my children and i'm also still living some of those things right privately right but i can't wait till i can just be actually unfiltered (laughs) we are gonna be those old ladies Oh, I cannot wait. Because at that point, I'd be like, won't care. No. You can cancel me all you want because I've already canceled ourselves (laughs) live from up north Michigan. (laughs) Oh, what a dream. Even though, I mean, we are pretty unfiltered, but. Yeah, but I think we're. It'd be nice to like have to like really just. Yeah. I think we're going to let it all out someday. It's going to be awesome. I mean, we do share quite a bit, but I think we are, are both very protective of like spouses and families and parents well, like I, I have and, to, like how i have to provide for my children well sure yeah but then we won't have to anymore well, when we're 70 <laughs> and they're got jobs and oh and i'm wearing big oversized accessories like i've always wanted to every single oh. day for no reason well, but Kristen, can we i just like i literally can picture our show right now we're gonna be gray haired <laughs> with a big old bottle of wine sitting on our front porch and we're just gonna go to town oh and it's gonna be awesome preston and alan can just sit over there and try to understand each other <laughs> in their accents <laughs> oh i love you oh i can't wait for that day stay tuned for the Timestamp it. 30 years from now. Let's do it. Can we hit shake on it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I like that. What's it going to be called? Um, I don't know. For a minute, I was like, we wind down up north, but we can figure it out later. Okay, we'll figure it out. It needs You're to be like, that. well, it needs to be. Yeah, I have a lot of, I'm better than that. Let me have this baby and then I'll get back to you. Okay. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.